I'm Quentin Carlin, and welcome to the Self-Develop Life Podcast, the ultimate personal and professional development coaching, consulting, and counseling show where I interview industry experts to help you upgrade and optimize your limitless health, wealth, and lifestyle. Here we dive into a variety of topics such as fitness, finances, faith, family, relationships, dating, divorce, biohacking, business, investing, mindset, meditation, minimalism, religion, spirituality, and success secrets, and many other life hacking tips, techniques, and tools to help educate, inspire, and empower you to live your most self-developed life possible. So if you're interested in any of those topics, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast and YouTube channel where all these episodes are also filmed and uploaded. Before we get started, I want to give a special shout out to the show sponsors and give you access to some limited time, really awesome bonus announcements to upgrade your fitness and finances. You can access all these tools and other resources. I'll continually add an update on the show website at www.selfdeveloplife.com along with my other social media accounts. So you can reach out and follow me. I'd love to connect with you. So go ahead and do that. Announcement number one, the world-famous 30-day no-alcohol challenge is now an official SDL show sponsor, which is amazing because this massive online community-driven program has been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur Magazine, CNN, that my friend James Swanwick, who is an ex-ESPN sports announcer, created. Look, I took this challenge two years ago, 2017 in January. And I committed that I would stop drinking for 30 days. And I felt so good and was so productive that I kept it going. And it's been two years. I'm not saying that I haven't had a drink in those two years, but I've been 100% sober and hangover free. And it's been amazing. So if you're looking to cut back on your drinking and save money on those expensive bar tabs and have your liver and wallet thank you, go to www.30daynoalcoholchallenge.com forward slash Quinton, or simply click the link below in the show notes. And when you enroll, DM me a screenshot on either my Instagram or Facebook account. And I'm going to give you an extra bonus where I'm going to be your sponsor and mentor for that month. That's right. I'm offering a free one-on-one coaching with you to help support you as you take this life-changing program, because basically I want as many people as possible to benefit from it. Um, So use my special link below and begin your 30-day sobriety detox cleanse now. I'd be honored to support you. For more information on that, go back and listen to episode 32, 33, and 34 to hear James's incredible story and the thousands of other people who have already taken this 30-day no-alcohol challenge and can create your supportive environment to keep you accountable and help you navigate how to date and be social and go out and not drink. It's amazing. So that's announcement number one. Announcement number two, now that you have all this free time that you're sober for the next month, uh, maybe the first time in months or decades you've ever done that, what are you now going to do with all of your newfound spare time? Well, how about do something productive, like start a side hustle online business? And it's never been easier since I've been involved in the e-commerce space since 2007 and have seen countless business models and systems. I got to say, I've never seen one that's gotten the incredible results that one website template has. That is ClickFunnels. Guys, it's massive. 
If you want to convert your traffic into paying customers, go get your number uh, $1 account trial set up in the link below or on selfdeveloplife.com. And go ahead and check out episode 39 for an overview on how thousands of people just like you are using this easy to use software to sell anything to anyone online. All right. And lastly, announcement number three, I have a 90 day health and wealth coaching challenge for you. I've used the same e-commerce system that I mentioned previously to start a business selling the number one selling CBD essential oil in the industry that is actually farmed out of the US. So if you suffer from any anxiety, depression, joint pain, insomnia, or even cancer or any other serious ailments, this natural medical breakthrough alternative is exactly what you need. And as a listener, I can even hook you up with a free sample bottle by doing these two things in this limited time giveaway. Number one, go leave a five-star review and comment ranking on iTunes right now about just saying what you enjoy about this podcast. Is it the guests? Is it the inspiration you get? Anything. Just leave a simple, short comment and screenshot that and DM me on uh, Instagram or Facebook, and I will choose a random winner each month. Number two, go ahead and take the 90-day CBD challenge free tour that is in the show notes below or on the selfdeveloplife.com site. And also listen to episode number 33, 36, and, or sorry, 35, 36, and 37, where I have doctors and specialists sharing info that will blow your mind about the health benefits of this. Look, like this is an amazing opportunity, both health-wise and this might be something that you want to be start promoting on your side business. Because uh, this is not the gold rush, it's the green rush of the booming CBD legalized hemp industry. And no, you don't get high off this. This is medicinal. It's not recreational. And as I said, I don't drink and I don't do drugs. I just see this as an incredibly rare opportunity for you to get on to the ground floor of this brand new market. It's kind of like finding out about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency early, just like I did when I found Ethereum that was like $14 and it peaked at $1,500. It was amazing. So speaking of that, um, I also have a Bitcoin and crypto course that you can go and download now. It's everything that I've learned, resources, safety, storage, everything you need to know if you want to get involved investing in the crypto industry. And that is along with my new book coming out called Money Hacks. It's a video course and ebook that talks about 25 different ways for you to make more money and save more money. This is what they should be teaching people in school, but unfortunately they don't. So I'm teaching you this here on my site. So to wrap this up, if any of these announcements and resources sound interesting and appealing to you and you want some more info, feel free to book a free one-on-one 45-minute coaching and consulting call with me where we can talk about anything and everything you want. And this is just a way for me to kind of give back and get to know my listeners. Like I love so much. I'm so uh, grateful and humble that you're sharing and supporting this show. Um, So I want to give back. So I've got my calendar schedule uh, below. Book a time and I'll give you a call. And that's that. 
So thanks again for sharing the show. If you haven't shared it with a friend, just go ahead and copy this link and send it out to a couple people or take a screenshot of it and post it on your Instagram. I'm really trying to get more listeners here and promote what we're doing and all the amazing guests that we have on. And speaking of amazing guests, we've got an incredible lineup of shows coming down. So make sure you keep tuning in. So that is it for the business and pleasure is now out of the way. So let's start with today's conversation. What's up, everybody? I'm back with a special Valentine's Day relationship series. We're going to do a series of about four episodes talking all about dating relationships and connecting with that special someone. And today's episode, I have a special coach from L.A., Katia Morozova, that goes deep into the world of dating in a city. You know, how do people really connect these days? Are they connecting online apps or through meetups. We talk about what it's like to be a professional that's kind of busy and her services around helping people get connected. So I hope you enjoy this. If you do, send it to a single friend or send it to somebody who's in a relationship that helps have a healthier and more connected relationship in marriages or dating relationships. Or if they're single, this is something for everyone. So go ahead and enjoy this and see you on the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We've got a great guest on the line here. And for all of you starting the new year with a resolution to attract and get into a relationship with your ideal partner, I have got a speaker here that is going to helpfully, hopefully help you do so. So I'm going to introduce Katia Moroza. More, I did it again. I'm going to let her come out and pronounce her name. I, this is take two, folks. This is take two. I'm I'm awful with names, so I apologize for that. Good. But I'm going. I'm I'm going to read out your bio here and then introduce you here. So um, she is a self-aware adventurous. So she helps self-aware adventurous successful men attract passion and partnership to the right woman. So for all you guys looking for attracting that dream girl, this is the place to learn how to do that. So come on out, my friend, and introduce yourself. Hi guys, I'm Katya, and just so you know, the name is um, Russian, so I'm originally from Uzbekistan, and I moved to the States when I was a a wee one, and yeah, so I work with predominantly men, I've been coaching men for the last five years, Um, I love working with men, there's like this certain yin-yang quality that really, that happens when, when I work with the opposite sex, it's really cool. And uh, I really admire men, you know, I think men, especially with what's happening right now with the Me Too movement and like all Mm. of this confusion in the world about what masculinity looks like and femininity and all of that. Um, I especially love working with men, guiding men, leading men to, you know, discover what's true for them, um, their truth, who they are. who they want to attract and how they can create a, a healthy, stable relationship in their lives. So, yeah. That's amazing. You know, like uh, I, I, I'm have, I have an interview tomorrow with a guy, <clears throat> a friend of mine from Vancouver. Uh-huh. And uh, he posted something a week ago. He said, for those single people, and says, would you be interested? He's like, in the last five years, he's been on 24 different dating apps. He's matched with over 2,500 different, I guess, potential partners, and he's had over a thousand conversations and chats with them, and obviously a number of meetups. 
And uh, so I'm actually having a conversation with him tomorrow about his experience with online dating. So it's going to be very interesting to hear about uh, your experience with helping guys. Like how, first of all, how do you most of the people connect and meet these days that, that you've seen or worked with? Like what's the main modality of um, people getting that introduction and then actually going through the whole dating process? Yeah, uh, I work with guys, um, you know, sometimes when we start working together, they haven't even been going on dates, you know, they're kind of mm. out of the dating game. So they're like, they don't really know what to do. Maybe they just got out of a divorce or they've been buried in their career for years. Yeah. Um, and they're just kind of like resurfacing. They've reached, you know, a place in life where they're like, okay, now I'm ready to find my person and I have no idea what I'm doing. And, um, but yeah, I, uh, uh, a lot of my clients will use online dating. Um, certain people that I work with are already like naturally really social. And so they will, you know, date within their social circle, but dating apps are a really great way to meet people. You just kind of have to use it the right way, use it strategically because you can get lost in it. Just like you can get lost with social media, you know, right. it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Well, well, that, that's, that's the reason. Like I was, I was having a pre interview call with him last week and he's like, dude, he's like, I've spent like thousands of hours like in the last however many years just messaging with girls. And he's like, it, it is just like a, a vortex. And I know some guys who have people like kind of like P, uh, VAs, handle and outsource their dating life you know like and then they just set up the dates like it's uh it is it can become like a full-time job especially in a city like where where you live in LA you know I'm sure that that that's just like uh, uh an unlimited potential of partners you know like in in these big cities where we live in there's just a vast number of got even when I was back in Vancouver this summer just seeing how many young single people are just always you can just tell they're just out. You can see who's on a first date at a coffee shop. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just something that everyone is looking for in, in some, uh, some fashion. So, um, yeah. so, so you help people get started. And I think that that's becoming more common, you know, even within my, my circle, especially I find entrepreneurs, they are not as early to get into serious relationships and settle down. Because like you said, a lot of these men are just super, super busy. And their kind of love life is put on the back burner while they're, you know, crushing it in business. But then they're 40 and then they're like, oh, man, I don't have really any leads for a potential partner. Um, I want to have children, but, you know, I, I, I haven't had the time to invest in a relationship for the last 10 years. So that I can see why people are kind of frantically trying to uh, come out of the dungeon that they've been working in to, to get connected. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, it's really interesting that you said that because one of the things that I work on with people is, you know, dating as a skill or relating as a skill, right. you know, and I think that people have this um, idea that dating should come naturally, you know, that talking to people and getting into a relationship should come naturally. And in some ways, yes, but in other ways, no, you know, if you didn't, have the best upbringing, you know, or if you didn't learn social skills in middle school and high school, or your family didn't provide you with that, which is actually more and more common these days, then you're not really going to have the tools to, to have a healthy relationship. Or yeah. if you've had some kind of like 
bad breakup or traumatic dating experience, you know, then you come out of it and you're just kind of like, oh, I know I don't want that, but I don't know how to create a positive experience. Mm -hmm. Um, so something that I find is that guys will, and it's also such a sensitive area, you know, it's, it's like the most sensitive area getting rejected by a woman or getting rejected, you know, by a potential partner is like, is painful. It's way worse than getting rejected in business or something like that. Yeah. And so people will often enter into this territory and they're like excited and then they get rejected and they're like, oh, this is not what I expected. And then they kind of, you know, hang their tail between their legs and they're just like, okay, I'm done. Fuck this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they'll create this image in their mind of this is what it's like, right? People are flaky or people, people love to make, they don't love to make them, but they just happen to make very um, quick judgments and assumptions. Um, because it's such a emotionally driven area of life. Yeah. Well, I think that's why so many people are moving to online dating because it takes that, I guess, you know, fear of rejection out of the picture because it's just like sending a text and it's not like you're walking up to a table of girls in like a restaurant and everyone's watching you. This is something that's more like private. It's, it's pretty much anonymous. Um, and uh, it kind of takes that that fear away from probably what a lot of guys have is uh, approach anxiety, you know, like how to approach right. a girl and things like that. Um, so so I can see the uh, attraction with that. But for myself personally, like I find that if you're someone who is assertive, confident, and able to communicate, you know, I think that a lot of from what I've talked with with, with my female friends is they're not getting approached nearly half as much as they used to because it's like a skill set that guys are almost pretty much losing because they're not out approaching as much instead of they're just there swiping you know like so many so many stories i've heard from girlfriends of mine that are single and they're just like man like just guys don't really approach me anymore unless they're at a party and there's alcohol and stuff and the guy's drunk and then he has the courage to go up but I think that that's something that's really kind of taken the, um, the whole kind of, uh, fun. Oh yeah. I guess I was looking for the right <laughs> word, but I guess fun, fun and just kind of like, yeah. you know, like it's almost kind of like a, an art, you know, like to be able to learn how to approach someone, it, it's a skill set that is dying. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And that's why, you know, in in my book, I'm all about what works, you know, do what works. If you are working 80 hours a week, you're not yeah. going to have time to go and approach, you know, 20 yeah. women over the course of a week. Right. So I'm all about doing what works. But at the same time, you know, I like to teach people that you don't have to be afraid of the opposite sex. You know, there's this whether you're approaching women online or whether you're approaching them in person, that same fear exists, you know, that fear of rejection. And um, while you may be able to get past it when you're doing the online dating thing, as soon as you get on the date, that same stuff comes up. It's like you're just meeting them for the first time. Mm -hmm. So, um, so really, I think, I I think you're totally right. um, In the, in that, 
online dating and our kind of immersion into our phones and our social media and all of that stuff yeah. is taken away that art, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, I think we just have to put more effort into socializing, you know, and not really being afraid of people because that's really what it comes down to. The more that I've done, you know, the, the longer that I've done this, the more that I realize that it's not even about like strategy or dating tips or techniques or the perfect formula to like attract a woman. It's really about connection. And yeah. when you focus on connection, um, instead of anything else, like, Oh, I need to get this girl, which a lot of dating coaches and pickup artists and all of that stuff is teaching. Yeah. Um, you're actually not going to attract the right person, right? You, you want to attract someone who's, who's also just interested in connection because that says a lot about who that person is. You know, it says like they're, they're a healthy, high self-esteemed human being. So, which is pointing out what you're saying too, you know, like, just meeting women, meeting people out uh, at a party or at a coffee shop or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in Vancouver, um, when I was living there, uh, a few of my good friends ran actually like a dating coaching service for men. And uh, it was more tied into like the personal development side of things. Um, but also talked about like some, you know, ways to approach and stuff. And, and, uh, I have a couple other friends. Are you familiar with Paul Jenka? You heard of him? He was he was on like Doctor. Yeah, he 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 was on like Doctor Phil, and uh, he's he's been a, a buddy of mine. We we chat now and then, and he has like a book like that sold a ton of had a huge successful uh, book. It was called Getting Laid in New York, and uh, it was a little more kind of raw and rough, but um, he just talks about how you know. It, women are really hungry for a confident kind of alpha man to approach them because there's not a lot of people doing it or if they are doing it, they're doing it, you know, in a really kind of wrong or, or kind of sleazy way that you just want to just have an authentic conversation and just be real. Like, you know, it's not about the pickup line. It's not about what you say. It's just about like, Hey, you know, how's your day? You know, what are you up to? You know, just like, yeah. just, just being like a cool person, you know, like without expectation of anything, it's just like having a human connection. And I think that, the people that can uh, can do that, they are um, the ones that are attracting more partners and, and just putting, you know, it's kind of like, a, you know, um, a valuable skill to, to develop. To, and that just goes to, for anything, like in business, like how to communicate well with potential clients or just like, it, it just basically comes down to communicating in a, an authentic way where there's no gimmicks or kind of tricks or sleazy pickup lines, like so many cringy guys you know um try and do and it's just it's just about basically knowing who you are and knowing who you want and then kind of sorting through that process to see if they're a good match for for each of you so um yeah 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 and that's actually one of the things that i really focus on in my in my practice is um the the first thing is is really being present you know being present in a conversation yeah. um and even if guys aren't taught let's say like negative if even if they don't pick up negative teachings kind of along the way that are counterproductive um people still have ideas around who they should be you know mm -hmm. how they how they should present themselves to to a woman to a partner um 
you know, social standards that they've been following, social norms, cultural norms, yeah. and, um, or, you know, ways that they view themselves, you know, like negative self-talk that they have, that they've had for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're bringing that into the conversation. So a big part of what I do with people is actually help them unlearn that stuff and question that, you know? Um, I had a, a, a client recently who, this is a really kind of interesting story. So he, he signed on with me and he was like, I keep attracting these like very hard hitting like women, you know, they're like very aggressive, like dominant types. Right. And I want to attract a woman who's kind of more like nurturing, more um, feminine. And so we kind of talked about things and, um, and then he ended up getting back together with, with a girlfriend who um, was the way that he just described, you know? And so I was like, okay, well, what changed, you know, what changed for you? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he realized that he was judging her and viewing her in a certain way that was kind of counterproductive. And there was a lot more happening there than he could see. Mm-hmm. And he also noticed that, you know, he's actually the more nurturing type. He's the one who's very empathetic. He has like strong language skills. He really knows how to express his emotions. Mm. And all of his life, he thought that he needed to attract this type of woman who right. fit into this, you know, kind of framework of this is how feminine masculine dynamics should work. Right. And he was able to like really break break free from that. And now he's realizing like, oh, I actually like her strong personality. Like, I love what she brings to the table. I love that I get to be myself, that I can be like, you know, the nurturing um, kind of vocal person who can be vulnerable in the relationship and be a teacher for her for that. Yeah. So um, that's really fun for me. Like, I love it when people can kind of break through what, what they who they think they should be or um, what they think they should bring to the table or who they should be attracted to mm-hmm. and, um, you know, find their truth and what actually makes them happy that might not look like anything else that they've seen before, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the, uh, yeah, I, I was just trying to think of an analogy. It's kind of like you have, to, there's that saying that you have to kiss a lot of frogs before you find your prince, right? You have to kind of like, find out what your contrast through clarity, basically find out what you don't like to find out what you do like and, uh, and get clear on, on what's a really good ideal, um, partner for yourself. Um, I'm curious, what would you say from your interactions is the, maybe the top two or three reasons why couples break up? Like what are some of the consistent patterns that you see when people end a relationship for a B or C reason? Oh, it's a big question. Um, well, there's a, I didn't create the statistic, but I know that, you know, a lot of people break up over, I think, two main issues, which is, you know, like money <laughs> and sex. Right. Um, and I think there's a third, but I forget what it is, but money and sex are two big ones, you know? I think, I think, the, third um, is, I think the third is cheating when, when, when one partner is not faithful and finds out that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, but in my book, like if, if, um, it, what I see is the biggest reason that people break up is miscommunication. 
mm. and misaligned values. So miscommunication is, again, relationships are such a sensitive place to be in. Mm-hmm. And normally, in a, like most people don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to relate. And um, Stan Tatkin is this uh, psychologist. He's, he's written a few books and he talks about attachment styles mm-hmm. and how people relate to one another. Right. And he said that basically the faster that a couple can go from um, like, it, you know, being in a fight to repair mm-hmm. is, is oh. going to determine the health of their relationship. Yeah. And so let's say two people get into a fight and they don't repair that, then they don't repair it quickly. They don't come to some kind of understanding or they don't have compassion or empathy for one another. Mm-hmm. Then what that's going to create is a, a little tear, you know, in the relationship, a little rip. And over time, you know, those tears acquire and it creates like a, a huge divide. Right. And so by the time people break up, they think that, oh, we broke up because of this reason. You got drunk at this party, you know, and you were being a dick. (laughs) Or they think um, you, you know, belittled me in front of my mother or some bullshit thing like that, you know, when really, and and it feels really painful. It feels real, but really they've just been gathering evidence for why they should leave the relationship over time. Right, Um, Because of, yeah, because of all those little rips. And then, um, so yeah, so communication, you know, communication is, is the solution to that. Learning how to communicate, learning how to repair quickly, um, learning how to like bridge and understand each other. And then the second piece is values. You know, I have, a I had a client once who, he was very active, loved to ski, like high energy, just always on the go. Um, and when I asked him what he wanted to um, attract as a partner, he said he wanted to attract a woman who was very similar, you know, like very active, loved to ski, basically very similar qualities to him. Sure. And when we actually looked back at his relationships and I asked him, you know, what's worked for you in the past, he drew this image of a woman who was very different from the person that he described. He said, well, the one relationship that I really loved and I didn't want to end was with a woman who was very nurturing, had very different interests than me, Mm. kind of loved to stay home, but loved to take care of him. Right. So I find that people often try to enter their, attract a partner or enter into a relationship because of this kind of ideal image of who they view, who they want their partner to be. Right. And often that image is very similar to them when the reality is they actually want someone who's complementary, you know, who has complementary qualities and traits. Um, yeah. yeah. So similar values, but also um, complementary traits. So, um, so I guess the second reason for why people break up is they realize eventually that they actually don't have similar values. They're focusing on the wrong things. They were focusing on the wrong things when they first got together. Yeah. I'm curious, do you do much as far as assessing personality types for potential matches and like kind of doing all that? The reason, the reason I ask is my guest tomorrow on the, on the podcast, she has a book that just published through a big publishing company all about basically personality types like the Myers-Briggs, you know, like uh-huh. that. And so I'm going to, one of the questions I want to ask her is how she 
uh, sees people's generic personality characteristics as far as careers, partners, marriages, and things like that. So I'm wondering what your uh, thoughts are, if any. And that's very interesting that you you asked that. Um, two of the the tests that I'm uh, really interested in exploring is um, w with people is there's two. So the first one is Helen Fisher. And I think the test is called like love quiz or something like that. And this one is really interesting. So Helen Fisher is a neuroscientist and she was commissioned by um, uh, match.com for their sister site, chemistry.com. Mm. And so the personality test is all about people's temperament. She right. was kind of like when they, when they hired her, she was like, okay, what do I know about personality types? And she's like, well, I do know one thing, which is basically that certain um, wiring we have as humans, like testosterone, estrogen, dopamine, and serotonin creates our temperament. You know, yeah. people who have more estrogen in their system tend to be more web thinkers, nurturers, counselors, teachers, etc. People who have more testosterone tend to be more spatial thinkers, systems thinkers, and um, so anyway, so she built this test around like actual people's biology, which I thought was really fascinating right. and um, and how we either complement um, like kind of testosterone and estrogen obviously naturally go together. And then but what was interesting was two of the types um, were attracted to their same type. So like dopamine people were more attracted to um, dopamine people. And right. serotonin people were more attracted to serotonin based on the the way that their temperament had developed. So that one's super interesting. Um, and I think it's important to understand our temperament. I think sometimes we like ignore our biology, you know, mm -hmm. which I yeah. think is not the most intelligent way to go about things. It's like work with what you got kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so the second test is... Um, you know, you've probably heard of like attachment theory. Um, there's multiple yeah. tests out there about yeah. that one, right. but that one's really cool because it's all about nurture. You know, it's like how to nurture mold you and what is your attachment style based on your nurture. So my view and something I'm synthesizing is how can you learn about your biology and, you know, basically nurture and nature mm -hmm. so that you can learn more about what works for you as a partner. Um, yeah, but of course, I still think, you know, we, we're powerful, like we are, we can create things with our word, we can create things with our intention. So understand all of that stuff and still, you know, create with, with your words, <laughs> create with your intention, and your values and what's important to you. You know, the most fascinating book I've read probably in the last five years was called The Truth, The Uncomfortable Conversation About Relationships. Ooh, was, I haven't heard of that one. No, it's ridiculous. It's by okay. Neil, it, well, you you know the author, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. so, so Neil Strauss, he was best known for his book called The Game, like kind of like the pickup thing for, for men. Uh, I, actually yeah. ne I actually never read that because it's not really my, my thing. But a friend of mine, he was like, dude, you got to read this other book called The Truth. It was like, 
I was rushing home from whenever I was out to come back home and just like binge read this book. It was the most incredibly interesting, super, you know, vulnerable, like what he shared in it. Like he was in sex addiction rehab. He was going through these intense, because basically after he, he wrote the game, made millions of dollars, had, you know, thousands of girls. And, uh, and then he just went into a really, really dark place and basically was trying all these different relationships like polygamy, lived in a house with like four different girls and he was dating all of them. And, and then going into like sex rehab and then going through the, what, why I brought this up is because he realized that he had enmeshment attachment issues with his mother. So it all goes back to this nurture, um, unhealthy, almost physical relationship with his mother that was just yeah. overly, um, I guess, I, you know, it, it, it's such a gray area between parental relationships, but I guess his with his mother was very, very borderline, not sexual, but very unhealthy, you know, with the um, attachment and enmeshment, which is a term that I, I've never heard before, but it's basically when the one parent kind of looks at the child as their partner that they're getting mm -hmm. support from. And it was just really interesting reading about all that. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in that, I highly recommend The Truth because it's the most fascinating book I've read probably in the last five cool. years. Not only relationships, but any topic. He's just like, it's a New Year, he's a great author. You know, he's got a lot of other books that have done really well, but this is, this, this one was definitely goes deep into relationships and going into some very dark places around them as well. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. There's, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting what you said though like you know here's this person who went on this heat like long journey kind of searching for yeah. some kind of answer to his mm, kind of relational problem and then it comes down to something very simple which is oh i had a broken relationship with my mom you know yeah yeah so Exactly. So I think that's really interesting is that people make things really complicated. They make things like way more complicated than they really are. And then mm -hmm. coming back to the truth can be a, a, a lot easier if you, if you let it. <laughs> yeah. The truth, you know? the truth, there's a reason why he called it that, I guess, because that's what you have to get down to, to, to really uncover yeah. why things are the way they are in, in relationships and, and in life, you know, like if you want to, uh, go deep like I'm really involved in personal development and, uh, mm -hmm. and just getting clear on who you really are and why you are that way and what made you that way I think it's something that people don't really spend as much time on they they are so outward focused with all these other stimuluses but they don't really go deep very often but that's really where uh, a lot of that truth comes up so uh, that's that's pretty awesome um, do you find that a lot of people are not opting to get married these days and do the whole family thing? Like, do you, do you find a lot more single, you know, um, I guess more professional, uh, career driven people, not even career driven people, just people in general. Like I, I've, I'm kind of seeing a trend in that, that even here in Japan, like in Japan, their marriage rate is just dropping and same in Korea. It's, it's dropping drastically where people are just saying, no, not for me. Hmm. and staying single and just maintaining a, an active dating life? Um, I haven't seen the drop so much with my clients. You know, I couldn't say for the general population. Hmm. Um, 
Uh, I know that divorce rates are rising, so I could see why people don't want to get married. Right. Um, I do think that there's a, a movement, you know, happening that there's more people who are entertaining things like um, polyandry and mm. open relationships and things like that. I think that the people, more people are waking up to the kind of the, that marriage could be a broken system, you know, yeah. or at least it could be a broken system that's um, viewed from the traditional sense, you know, right. um, at the same time, I see other people who, you know, conscious people who are really coming up and have very public relationships and are, you know, creating their own um, vows, but not just vows to say, but like literal agreements for how they're going to choose to operate inside of their marriage, hmm. um, which I think is really, really cool and really fascinating and inspiring. Yeah. So I think that I, I guess what I'm seeing is just like all of these different, like people are heading in a lot of different directions. And sure. um, my hope is that people just question the, the status quo. You know, yeah. like my personal view is I've, I want to, you know, get married. I'm, I'm currently dating. Um, I had a really funny realization recently. I've never been someone who, has been um, like excited about a big wedding. Like I've never dreamed about weddings. Like right. some of my friends have, like I've had girlfriends who like tell me, like totally vision their wedding. And I realized recently that it's because I don't have any intention of having a traditional wedding. And I had this grand idea recently that I wanna have a disco wedding. Like I want everyone to wear disco and I want to wear like a silver like jumpsuit and um I want disco music and like funk and I just want to I want it to be mine you know and that's what gets me excited so cool. I think that that's the the kind of potential that's out there is that people can think for themselves and create love and relationships and marriage um in their own view you know yeah. that's the answer in my book yeah so let me ask you as a dating coach who's single and dating what's uh -huh. that what's that like do you have a different perspective being like you should be doing this you should be telling me this like do you, do you kind of catch yourself sometimes like qualifying a guy depending on what you hear within the have experience in your your uh, your business Mm, um, that's a great question. Um, I think I used to be really weird around dating when I first became a dating coach. Yeah. And how, how long, how long ago was that? Uh, five years ago. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I think I was weird because I was like, you know, trying on coaching as I was like looking at life through just this coaching lens and this personal development lens and seeing things about people and probably judging the fuck out of them. But um, now it's just, it's something that's in the background for me. You know, I don't really, um, I don't want it to get in the way of my dating life. Like that sucks. I want to enjoy yeah. my dating life just as much as anyone else. Right. Um, but yeah, I think um, dating for me right now, being a dating coach and dating is super valuable because I really get to see the distinction between what I want is different from let's say what my clients want and that's really cool because again like what's true for them might not be true for me and vice versa mm -hmm. um so 
Yeah, I, I think I'm learning just like everyone else, which is fun and vulnerable and also like weird because I don't have it all figured out. And I think sometimes yeah. people expect me to, which yeah. is a lot of pressure. That I'm, not, yeah. I'm not really like down with, you right. know, because yeah. I, I, I think you never stop figuring it out. You know, you just get better at it. And um I like to bring as much awareness to my dating life as possible. That's something that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think it's important, something that I, um, you know, really do value and I want my clients to value is really exploring what it is that they want. And I do think that that takes some time and um, yeah. learning and growing after each relationship and saying, huh, that didn't work. I wonder what happened there, you know, and right. not repeating those mistakes again. So that's something that I'm looking at too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a Japanese saying that's called the spirit of Kaizen. That means constant growth and development through life. And it's kind of like, like, like you're always arriving. You're never really, you know, you're, you're always room to grow and develop and learn. And I think that that's, uh, that was actually on my basketball uh, college uh, team room wall. So I always remember that phrase when it, when people talk about things of like, you know, constantly growing and developing. Um, yeah, well, well, I love that. Yeah, no, that, that's really cool. Is there any resources or maybe what have been some of the best apps that, that you've seen your clients have success with, like to kind of give people some directions on maybe some resources, obviously to reach out to yourself and, uh, and anything else you'd like to share um, as far as just kind of tools or, or options for people? Sure. Um, let's see, best resources. Well, I'll give you the two books that I love that I was talking about earlier. So, um, uh, Helen Fisher, uh, Anat- uh, sorry, why him, why her? Um, if you take that personality test, then you have to read the book that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one about the nature and then, um, wired for dating by Stan Tatkin. It's some it's a book I read recently and that like blew me out of the water. It's really all about dating slowly and slowing, you know, slowing down and not like rushing into a relationship and um, really taking your time getting to know someone. Right. Um, and in terms of apps, like I really love Hinge. I'm pers- I'm on Hinge. Um, if you're in your, I'd say thirties, forties, um, Hinge is a good one. Bumble is a good one. Um, Let's see. Um, I think Match is a good one if you have if you're a little bit more conservative. Um, Match also has the most amount of people. And my theory is to match you you pay the most for it. You pay like thirty dollars a month or something like that for Match. So, you know, you have to be somewhat serious if you're really kind of investing into it on a monthly basis. Right. Um. Okay, Cupid used to be my favorite one. I think it was fun for creative types. You can write a lot in your profile. You can answer a lot of questions. Sure. You can learn a lot about someone before you actually go on a date with them. So that's pretty cool. Right. Um, yeah. So those are some of the, the best ones cool. that, that are hot right now, so to speak. I, I, noticed, and, I, I noticed you didn't mention Tinder. Is that... Uh... Oh yeah. Tinder is, I mean, Tinder is great. I just don't like swiping. Like that's my personal thing around it. But yeah, Tinder is one of the most widely used dating apps. You know, I went to Prague a couple years ago and I got on Tinder there. So Tinder is great. You can use it anywhere in any city all over the world. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my friend that I was chatting with, 
another guy, he was saying how he says that Tinder is like Walmart and Bumble is more like um, uh, like a higher end shop. He's like, he's like, he's like, dude, uh, <laughs> Tinder is just like too much of everything, you know? Um, right. You know, one stop shop kind of. But he's like, if you want to narrow it down, you have other options like you mentioned. So um, yeah, I thought totally. that was a funny analogy that he uh, <laughs> he told me about that. Um, very cool. And another book I would share with people is called Double Your Dating by David, David D'Angelo. Um, Classic. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He's, uh, you know, his real name is Eben Pagan. Like he's like a super, super successful businessman, but he got started in his, in his um, entrepreneurial days with, uh, you know, dating advice for men. And, and that's like a, a, a classic, classic throwback book. Um, his well, wife is actually um, the reason, one of the reasons I became a, a dating coach. She's oh, a really? she's a love coach, and they yeah. actually teach together. So yeah. um, I forget their. I think oh, they created a, a program. I think it's called Love the Final Chapter or something like that. Mm. So he kind of brought back a little bit of his double your dating career because he got out of that niche. Um, yeah. And when he created this, this latest product, which is actually a relationship product um, and all about like intimacy and love, sex, intimacy, communication. So um, yeah, that's, that's a super cool resource too. Yeah, no, absolutely. And just before we wrap up, like what made you get started in this five years ago? Like where were you at and what was kind of your, uh, your, your background and what attracted you to becoming a, an attraction dating coach? Yeah. Um, I got started uh, in self-development through an, organiza uh, uh, or an organization called Landmark. Um, oh, I, I took Landmark. the. Yeah. I've done the. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Yeah. 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 So I took the the forum like years ago, and it just blew me out of the water, and it yeah. helped me um, helped me really look at my dating life and ways that I was out of integrity in my love life, which was mm -hmm. something that has always been important to me. It's always been something that I've been. Uh, obsessed with right. so um so yeah so that's what had me uh become a coach and i started with coaching guys i used to have a business partner and um who coached um guys around breakup advice you know guys who are going through a breakup and so i started coaching guys in in the realm of breakups and of course a natural extension was you know working with guys who then want to have a right. relationship that's different from what they had before right. yeah that's awesome. Yeah. No, Landmark is, it's a powerful, powerful program. Like it's super powerful. Yeah. 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 I did the whole curriculum for living like the advanced course and kind of went up the, the ladder there. I was, I was even considering becoming like a landmark form leader. Like I think that'd be such a cool, you know, yeah. uh, career to just go around and just have this transformational sessions and just see these people over the world just having breakthroughs and it's it's a it's incredible it's it's probably the one of the top personal development programs uh, i've ever been to for sure so um that's yeah. cool. that's cool that you're yeah. a graduate of that if you if you haven't have you done their communication courses yeah yeah you did the access power and the power to create i did that and i i started the advanced course communication and i also did one of their leadership ones i can't remember which what it was ilp or tmlp you know, it was like 10 years ago. Um, oh, okay. I, I, yeah, I really can't remember. Um, but yeah, I was there cool. for a lot. Because I was working with another big personal development industry that was uh, working with like The Secret, the Law of Attraction um, mm -hmm. conferences. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of immersing myself in a lot of that um, 
those events. So yeah, but Landmark is, is amazing. Yeah. You did it down yeah. in LA or in, in Texas or? Both. Yeah. 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 Originally I did it in LA. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I highly recommend it and I, I'd like to do it again. Um, it's been a while. So, uh, yeah. Have you done Vipassana? I did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Likewise. I How did. did you find that? Uh, I had two guys who were at one point, my two ex-boyfriends who recommended it to me. So the second time, the first time it was introduced to me, I was like 17 or 18. So oh. it wasn't time yet. And, yeah. um, and then it came back into my kind of peripheral mm-hmm. at 24. And so I did it then. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's another powerful uh, experience. 10 days of silence. Totally. And days totally. of silence it's uh that's next level um yeah well well that's awesome i want to be mindful of your time here we've been going for a while is there anything that you'd like to kind of share before we kind of wrap this up and share how people can get connected with yourself and yeah i was just gonna say you know an easy way um to i've actually transitioned out of doing like a ton of affiliate marketing um in my business and kind of going back more into really organic growth so i really love connecting with people one-on-one um so yeah if you can if you look me up on facebook katia morozova okay awesome yeah and just send me a private message or comment on something that i write like i I love voice memos. It's like a new obsession. So I will voice memo with you and have a normal conversation, which is um, something that I'm looking forward to in 2019 is just having fun in my business and having like real connection with people. So no, yeah. that's, that's amazing. I'm going anti-internet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's a big, that's a big, that's a big reason why, that's a big reason why I love doing this show so much because it is like, how often do you yeah. have like enough? 30 minutes, 40, you know, an hour conversation with people um, in this texting, you know, society. So it's been uh, really great to, uh, I guess, be in conversation with people. So yeah, this is so much fun. It's a rare thing these days, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for having me. This was a ton of fun. And yeah, I love that we can do this from across the world. So thanks for having me on your on your show. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. And I'll have your links below and I'll send this to you when it's wrapped up and you can use it however you like with your people and, and uh, use it as a resource. So um, there you go, people. I hope you enjoyed that uh, talk about everything dating and relationship, <laughs> starting the new year off right. You know, like it's, uh, it's a time where there's a lot of people out there reassessing what their goals are for the year, open to new opportunities and possibilities to create with with new people. So if you are someone who is looking to attract a partner into your life on whatever level that means to you, um, there's great resources out there. And we have uh, the links below for what we've mentioned in the show notes here. So feel free to reach out to either of us and look forward to see you all in the next episode. Have a great day and make it a great year. Cool. All right, so that's a wrap on another episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please do me a favor. Go over to iTunes and rank this. Give it a five-star review and leave a comment. What did you like about it? What did you learn about it? 
you can comment who should I bring on for next guest, what topics are you interested in, and also if you do a screenshot of that and send it to me on Instagram via DM, I'll actually give you a free one-on-one coaching session. So that's another offer that I do. So thanks again. Share this episode with a friend who can benefit, and we will see you on the next show. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. Thank